Bonsoir, bonjour, welcome to The Rendez-vous. I'm Simon Marcel, your host. The Rendez-vous is all about dating, relationships. Ooh la la, you have a question, you know where to call me, 855-905-8255. Or you can always send me an email at therendezvousshow.com. Uh, just before I came, you know, I do the show late at night to be with you. I had a dinner with my very best friend, uh, Jennifer, who uh, we've been best friends for 30 years. That gives you how old I am, <laughs> but that's okay. And we dated briefly back in Paris, even before that. And then we became the best of friends. Uh, she moved on with her life. I moved on with my life. But we have in common that she made me godfather of my wonderful Chloe. And maybe you have a story like that. But I want to share how important it is sometimes when love doesn't work to give a chance to true friendship. Because for me, true friendship is also a form of love. And that's what I want to talk next with you. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonsoir. Good evening. So I just want to share that story because I had dinner tonight before to come to the studio. I had dinner with my very best friend, Jennifer, who is also the mother of my wonderful goddaughter, Chloe, who's now 22 and uh, finishing college. And it's an extraordinary story because what started by you know, uh, going out as very young people in Paris 30 years ago, it didn't work out like that. And then we became the best of friends. But most people don't really believe you can be best friends after you dated. I'm the example that it's totally possible. And for all these years, we've had sometimes vacation together with my goddaughter. We do birthday with uh, Chloe. We do two or three times a year something. And then she has a life and I have mine totally separate. But There is a love and a tenderness between the two of us that is all about friendship and about my goddaughter and her daughter, Chloe. And I wonder, if you look into your life, do you have a friend like that, that you dated a long time ago, you still friend with, like I am with Jennifer? I know sometimes people said it's kind of strange, Simon, you're still friends like that, but she has a boyfriend, I've had my love life. And it's just very sweet and very kind And I think very important in life, when love doesn't work out, to give a chance to friendship. You may agree or don't agree with it, but why not? And is friendship an expression of love? So I think yes to both. I think that it doesn't have to be romantic to be love. It can be, of course, family. It can be, of course, romantic. And it can be like Jennifer and I, non-romantic, but totally friends. And nothing stopped that. So I had dinner with her. We shared some good old days. I even posted a picture of me, Jennifer, and uh, my goddaughter, Chloe, her daughter. You can find it on social media at therendezvousshow.com. I mean, it's, it just brings me in a good mood, and you can hear it tonight. That was my dinner. Time for your email and questions next. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel, your host. Bonsoir. Uh, you can always ask me a question at therendezvousshow.com. And I got my web producer, Trisha. Bonjour. Bonjour. I have an email for you. Okay. And this is from Selena. She says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Selena. When a guy really likes someone, would he go an entire day without contacting her? I've been dating this guy for three weeks now, and he sometimes mm -hmm. goes an entire day without even texting me. Does that mean he's not into me? Thanks for the email, Selena. It's always hard at the beginning to know how much somebody really likes you, but I'm going to answer more precisely next.
I'm Simon Marcel. Bonsoir and welcome to the rendezvous. So I just had this email from Selina who says she's been dating this guy for three weeks, but some days he just doesn't text her at all or message her or anything. And she's wondering if he really likes her. And my first take is that for all of us, for you, for me, it's very difficult at the beginning of the relationship to know how much the person is into you. But here's my own rule. I never stay a day without texting if I like somebody. So I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, Selena, but I think it's the right thing to do to ask yourself this question. I think he's not 100% into you yet. It might progress slowly but surely, so I would not break up with him. But for sure, I think that when you really like someone, you text at least once a day. That's just me. You call our next on the rendezvous. Bonjour, you're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonsoir. I got Beth on the phone. Bonjour, Beth. Oh, bonjour, Simon. Uh, Beth, what is going on? What is going on in your life? Okay, my husband, who I've been married for, for a year and a half, his mother is so mean to me. The other day, she came to me and she just blurted out. It was under her breath, but I heard her. She goes, oh, what an ignorant pig. Like that. And, and honestly, it really bothers me because I love my husband so much. Uh-huh. But listening to her, it's like I'm almost I'm traumatized. I can't stop thinking about it. I, I, I totally understand. It's so unacceptable. So when he, when she says that and loses her mind, what does your husband say? Does he, does he say anything or just stand up to her ever or no? First he said I was, it wasn't happening. That really got me up. He goes, oh, she wouldn't do that. And then when I kept insisting, I told him a couple of times, like last weekend, he said, okay, listen, I'll, I'll talk to her, but he never talked to her. He like, it's like he's almost afraid of his mom, and she's really, really pushy mother-in-law. I'm not kidding. And Stop. honestly, I'm just kind of scared of her. I'm scared of him. I want him to stand up for me. You're also scared of her? Yeah. Okay. So uh, in that case, you have to tell your husband that uh, in life, when we're adults, when we're married, when we have a family, our spouse comes first, and there's no way... He can let her mother disrespect you and disrespect the family you are with him. And if he mm. can't do and if he can't do it, you will address it in a very calm way. Because I don't want you to be insulted by anyone, Beth. And uh maybe she's jealous because you with her son, whatever her crazy reasons are, we're not gonna accept it. So you said, Listen to your husband, honey, two choices. Mm-hmm. A either you protect me and the family and in public mm. you say next time, that's enough, mom. Or we leaving, or you are leaving. So either you leave the house if you're at their house, or if she's at your house, she's going to have to leave the house. And that will be every time that she insults you, disrespects you, she leaves the house, or you leave the house. And you don't Mm. come back until she has apologized. Because for you kids, for your husband, they have to know that there is a limit. You're so right about this. I I need to stand up for myself more. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You will. And I'm I'm here yeah. to help you. So so best of luck and don't be afraid. It'll be fine. Oh, I adore you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Beth. The key of that story is to always, always put your partner first. And that's not easy. And I'll talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel, your host. Bonsoir. I was just talking to Beth, who has a difficult situation with a mother-in-law, a.k.a., as you said, monster-in-law, where really her mother-in-law insulted her and her husband did nothing about it. And so sometimes in life, 
And that's the difficult part of this. We are all educated to respect and love our parents and our partner's parents. That's the most common rules. But what if the parents or the in-laws are disrespectful to our mate or to ourselves? At one point, even if it is the parents or the grandparents, or sometimes it is your best friend, sometimes it's a brother or a sister. Have you ever had that? Well, you've got to, you know, say no. So whoever that is, always protect your relationship and your partner. I know that because I had to interfere for somebody I loved and dated. I'm going to tell you that story next. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. So years ago, I was dating this lovely, lovely woman, and we went to my sister's wedding. And at every wedding, there's always, always somebody who drinks too much. And in that case, it was one of my best friends, a guy, and he was kind of disrespectful to my girlfriend. And at one point, I looked at him, and his hand that was dancing was at, you know, at the wrong location, so I had to grab him. And I've known the guy for 25 years. I said, what are you doing? Step away from the dance floor. And he was shocked, and, and then he felt embarrassed. And I think that when I did that, I showed that no matter who it would be, you always have to protect your girlfriend or your boyfriend. Even if it's your best friend, say, oh, I didn't mean it and all of this. But I said to myself, no, man, I don't believe it. Your hands were in the wrong spot. I don't care, you're drunk, that's enough. Stops here right now. So I was proud of myself and she was proud of me for doing this. That was a learning experience I never forgot. I see all my phone lines are ringing, so I'm going to go to you calls next. 855-905-8255. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel, your host. It's a call-in show for you relationships. You call me, 855 855- 905-8255 when you have a question. And I got Victor waiting for me. Victor, bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. Oh, bonjour, Simon. How are you today? Good. Bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. Tell me what's going on. Um, I have a situation. I've been in a long-term uh, relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going on, oh boy, almost nine years now. And we get along pretty well, except she basically flies off the handle over things that are really not important. Um, for example, the, uh, the other day we got into a, a screaming fight because I put a meat fork in the wrong drawer. Um, she does a lot of cooking. I really don't. I try to clean up, and occasionally I might put a utensil in the wrong place, and she will berate me and go on a tirade. Um, I, I don't know how to stop this. This has been going on now for years where it's ruining our relationship. So is there any advice you could give me about, you know, what to do on something like this? So just so I understand, when she yells at you, you actually yell back too? I usually will let it go for a bit, but it seems almost as if she will continue to start yelling at me until she triggers me to yell back. It's almost like emotionally she enjoys this. Okay, so I have a piece of advice. I'll start with this analogy. If your house is on fire, you don't put fire on fire you put cold water on fire right right if somebody is on fire and is yelling at you you take a step back you never yell back and you diffuse mm-hmm. this bad energy by not answering just cool down and with a soft voice said what is wrong honey is this really what it is about and you open the possibility for a dialogue between you and her maybe she has other things she's upset about that she uses that as a front let's open the dialogue Calmly, never fight fire with fire, only with cold water, distance, and calm. Okay? Wow. 
That's something I'm going to try. That I think that's Good. great advice. It has worked for Thank me you. in my life, so I'm sure it'll work for you too, okay? Great. Thank you so much, Simon. Thank you for your call. Thank you, Victor. Have a good night. Good luck to you. Oh, thank you. You too. More Rendezvous next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. You know, I just talked to Victor. He didn't know what to do. He said his, his wife and partner yells at him. He yells back. And I told him, you know, you don't fight a fire with a fire. You fight fire with cold water. And the importance of this is that I've learned that from my parents. I've never, I mean it, never heard them raise their voices on each other, never once. And so I've really learned watching them that you can resolve everything at the right time peacefully and talk softly to each other when you want to make your point. No one from the moment you're a child to 90 years old wants to be yelled at. Nothing good come from being yelled at. But when you talk softly and you keep your sense of humor, Every situation can be resolved, from the silliest to the most serious. Just to keep that in mind, keep the, the joie de vivre. That's my point. You know, joy of life, joie de vivre. Even if you have a fight, the, the cooking is not good, the table is not uh, clean, things are not as it should be, don't forget, keep your cool, keep your joy of life. Good evening. Bonsoir. I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. You know, I just talked about joy of life when you have a fight, when something is hard in your life. It's part of the French philosophy, la joie de vivre, meaning every moment counts. Make a little pleasure of every minute if you can. It's having a little chocolate. I love chocolate. It's having uh, a conversation with somebody you love, a quick text. It's having uh, a little bit of a sunshine when you're in the morning going to work and you take a look at the sunlight or anything, sunset, sunrise, anything that will make you happy. And if you want to know more about what is Joy of Life, I have done a podcast with a wonderful friend of mine, also French, Sandrine And we define together what was the joy of life. To find this, you just go to our heart radio app, type La Confession, and look for the episode, What is the Meaning of Joie de Vivre, aka Joy of Life. And that's what keeps me smiling every day and every night with you. Why don't we finish this show with a beautiful love story? So if you have a great romantic love story, call me, 855-905-8255. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I am Simon Marcel, your host. Bonsoir. I love love stories. I love romantic stories. I love to hear positive vibe. So I've got Nadia who says she has one for me. Bonjour, Nadia. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. Bonjour, bonjour. What do you have? Okay, so several years ago, I was dating somebody who was in the Marine Corps. And Uh because it was long distance, we kind of made a pact that when he got out, we would meet in his hometown for Christmas because he got out right before Christmas. Okay. Um, so we did stay together, and we did meet there. And on Christmas Day, he didn't have, like, anything to give me for Christmas. Um, so he was, like, apologizing, saying, like, I'm so sorry that, you uh-huh. know, I didn't get you anything for Christmas. And I was like, it's okay. You know, I just want to be together. And he told me to pack a suitcase as fast as I could, bringing, you know, this list of items that he gave me. Uh And we jumped on a train, and he took me to New York City for the first time on Christmas Day. So we went to New York, and as we were walking around, there was this jewelry box in one of the windows that I loved. But I was, like, 20 at the time and 
totally broke. And we just kind of passed by it or whatever. But by the time I had gotten home, he had already bought and shipped that jewelry box to my house here in Florida. What? For real? Yes. Like, I don't know how he ninja'd, like, got the jewelry <laughs> box. I, he called or took a picture when I wasn't looking, but he'd already bought it and shipped it to my front door. Wow. Wow, wow. Yeah. That, is, that, that, is, that is a beautiful story. Nadia, paying attention to your partner, just what he did was, was magical because he really paid attention to what you were saying and, and looking at, and then he made it happen, right? Yeah, and just the element of surprise all around, you know? like. Ah, but that's what it is love about and, and romance. Surprise, not always predictable. The surprise of love. Ah, thank you so much, Nadia, for sharing that story. I'm, I'm so glad you shared that nugget of, of love with us. Thank you. More Rendezvous next. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonsoir. And thank you for spending you, your evening with me. I, I love the show. I love being with you every night. I love hearing what's going on in your life. I love helping and giving my insight, but also listening to your intuition, listening to what you've learned so I can also learn from you. And that's what makes the show also for me so interesting because we both share our experiences Talking about sharing, there is also the rendezvousshow.com where all the the pictures or the interviews or my life is on it, the rendezvousshow.com. And there's also my podcast, La Confession, aka La Confession, that you can find on a hot radio app. Type La Confession, and you'll find the wild version of some of the topics I have on the rendezvous with you, but I have more time and sometimes invite great guests too, so you don't want to miss that. Thank you again for spending your late night with me. I'll be back tomorrow. Have a good night. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show.